a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his knocks and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry Hey everybody and welcome to Not All Bad Where every cloud has a silver lining But that doesn't mean you can't complain about it I am Zach Andrews This is Paul Messman uh, Paul, welcome to 2021. It's off to a real shit start, huh? <laughs> really not a great beginning. It, it, it's it's really, the, I mean, between, I, I, I hate, almost hate this phrase, but truly there's so many different things happening. Everything happening. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, I don't know. For me, um, I don't have COVID again, but my household does. So, like, this literally feels like, like all the jokes about, like, a 2020 part two like within like the first week of 2020 starting, um, both of my roommates got COVID because they miraculously didn't get it from me back when I had it, but they have it now. It's just funny because we might as well be quarantined because um, like no one's leaving their rooms again. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, I started a new job and be- even though like I'm okay, they like, and this makes sense, but they don't want me to come into the office for the new job. So I- I'm basically effectively in quarantine and it's just. You know, in fact, it's actually kind of funny. I was looking at my notes for the show and um, it was only so last episode we did like the the year in review episode. But the last time that I came up with a negative rant was about covid. So like the last time we really did a normal episode was the last time I had had covid. And so this is um, truly full circle. Welcome to 2021, everyone. The the. (laughs) The, the world's just as shitty as it was before. I know. It, it Maybe even worse. We could because we couldn't even get. Well, this isn't because we couldn't. This isn't because the world's <laughs> even shittier. There's other. There's other things that I'd rank above that. But I would say that um, this is the first time that we haven't been able to get an episode out on time ever that we didn't. Mean I, you to. know, I would actually like to say that probably for our listeners, like probably their like worst part of 2021 so far, like the biggest letdown has been us missing our, our scheduled release date. Right. Yeah, so we're really sorry about that. We hope that um, you'll you'll find it in your heart to forgive us. It's been, uh, shit's been happening, man. I, it Shit's been happening, so um, we're trying our best out here. Yeah. <laughs> there, is one, there is one good piece of news, though, and that's that I got a webcam for Christmas, so for the first time ever in two years, <laughs> uh, two and a half years, I'm looking straight at Paul. I'm looking at him in the eyes, although it doesn't look like it because my webcam isn't positioned correctly. <laughs> But um, <laughs> Paul and I actually can like read our body language and facial expressions now, which maybe, hopefully, ideally, will help the show a little bit. Yeah, we're, we've been we've been talking about this for a while, but just like everything that we quote unquote have been talking about for a while, it is it has been pushed off and off. Um, but it's exciting; we can now see each other. Um, y- y'all can't see us, so you you can't benefit. From Fortunately this same for you, excitement. yeah, uh, you can't see Zach's beautiful face the way I can. <laughs> Um, Which is mostly obscured by a mic. <laughs> you can like barely see me peeking over my mic. Mike Paul has a very more professional setup. Very more professional is the right way to say it. I mean, qu- questionable, but <laughs> my pop filter just doesn't obscure my face the way yours does. But I'm like, okay. but I'm like right up. I'm eating it. I'm like James Hetfield on this son of a bitch. And you're like, you at least have a tasteful amount of space. You're leaving room for Jesus between you and your microphone. Yeah, exactly. That because the rest of this podcast is exactly how Jesus would want it. To I'm pr- I'm practically grinding up on mine. Like I'm doing the exact <laughs> opposite. <laughs> what, uh, was was grinding a thing at your school dances like in high school? Uh, I I don't think I ever had a high school dance except prom. I went to prom at least. I went to prom twice. I think maybe only once. And it, grinding was like not huge to my knowledge, but I also wasn't popular enough to be involved okay. in that scene. I mean, to be clear, me either necessarily, but I guess it wasn't at prom. Prom somehow feels classier. It's also like, at least in my experience, older kids, but at least at my high school, dances like homecoming. And I guess there were some other ones got very trashy because it's all like freshmen, sophomores yeah. trying to be grown up and then basically like having like grinding explicitly on the dance floor. It was always a very awkward thing of like, is this what dancing is? Like, I don't even, I don't know what normal dancing is either. So I, I wouldn't be able to tell you the answer, but it was, it was really weird. <laughs> I, I, um, I never went to any dance other than the one or two times I went to prom in high school. And mm-hmm. so I can't really speak to that, but there was always like a threat. 
an intense threat of grinding. Like that—that th- that was like the number one. That was like public enemy number one on the FBI's <laughs> MHS most wanted list for our school was grinding. I feel like it felt like such this this big dark thing at my dances. That's like people would almost like whisper to each other, like, "What would you do if you got in a situation <laughs> where where someone's expect if someone was grinding on you or you were expected to grind?" And, and obviously, any decision like where people would care what I do gives me intense anxiety. And so I, I always, I, I mean, I'm not a big dancer necessarily. In the first place. I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. Like I yeah. love it in the right context, but let me tell you what, frankly, homecoming was not the right context for that. It was awful. I, well, these days I'm an enormous dancer. I didn't used to be, but I am now. And so my question to you is actually the same. What would you do if you found yourself in a situation where you were either expected to be gr- to be grinding or someone was grinding on you? What would you do? Well, I, I, I you know, I could tell you because that it happened to me once in high, at one of those dances <laughs> no. where oh you you someone... sitting here playing coy like it's never happened. You're like oh I'm not involved in that scene. It <laughs> uh, it happened at some point in high school that like a guy I had just met at um like in football or something was at the dance and because you know like when you're a freshman in high school like the first people you meet you're like i don't even know if these are good people or what's going on yeah. i'm not even saying this person was a bad person just you, it wasn't someone i ended up being staying friends with but he was like man like you need to be grinding and i was like <laughs> i was like uh i don't i don't know if i should be but i was like scared of like him judging me and yeah. i guess he, I, th- this feels so weird but he just like found this girl who wanted to dance with me and she started grinding against me, and I was just like, okay. And then, like, a, a guy I knew from my church, like, pulled me aside. He was like, what was that all about? <laughs> it, was just, it was the most awkward. Damn. It, it barely lasted at all. But I, I let me tell you, the answer apparently for me is I wouldn't want to do it, but I'd be too anxious to stop it from happening. The same exact situation happened to me, except instead of 2010, picture it being uh, 2019. <laughs> And, uh, no, it was literally like a year ago. And, uh, I was, I was, uh, at a gay club with some friends and I ended up running into another group of friends that I knew from college that I didn't know happened to like, I didn't know lived in the area. And one of them had a friend in town from New York and I started talking to her and, uh, I ended up having a great night hanging out with her and stuff. And at one point, for like a I got like a like a like a quick like here's like a 15 second grind gift and then I'm leaving and uh I didn't know how to handle it and I think it probably would have gone on a little bit longer had I perhaps if I had approached the situation with more grace um (laughs) I I would have been I think a little bit more it would have been uh longer lived but I had no clue what to do in fact I kind of I put my hands up like this like (laughs) as if I was like under arrest and apparently that's not the right move to do. Um, so I've been I've been reading up on a lot of WikiHow articles lately, and and visiting some Yahoo Answers and some YouTube like, videos. Like taking your magnifying glass to the WikiHow illustrations, like the animations. That <laughs> yeah, they yeah. Have. Like how are they drawing the motion lines so I know how to move next time? You print it out, and next time you're at one of those bars and a girl approaches you, like slip out the picture. <laughs> like, All right, that, that's right. Yeah, I've got like a stack of index cards that I'm kind of like <laughs> flipping through. It's like, it's like okay, step one. It's like okay, it's one of those. Um, you know those old timey like it's like it's like uh two sets of shoe prints that are like dancing instructions you know yeah, what i'm yeah, talking yeah. about where it's got like a dotted yes. line from here to here of where to slide your foot to do the waltz <laughs> it's like just like two just feet like- in inside two other feet <laughs> and it's just like the dotted lines are just kind of shifting back and forth <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe that would help some people out who get in that situation like you were. <laughs> I'd love that a lot. I would Just give like, anything. <laughs> I would give anything to be in a gay club awkwardly half grinding on a stranger these days. If only I knew how bad I would miss it a year ago. <laughs> Man. Uh, before- Welcome to this episode of All Bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> excited to have you here. Um. I, I was actually, the reason I was a little bit late today is because um, I was reliving an experience that you had gone through yourself recently, and that was uh, assembling a piece of furniture. <laughs> and uh, this isn't like of any particular interest, but I was in my bedroom. I, I got, I, I came in from picking up dinner, and I knew we were going to record in like two hours. 
And in the time I went to go get dinner and come back, they had dropped off uh, a package, uh, the package of the furniture mm-hmm. in my, on my doorstep. So I was like, oh, yeah, I've got time. And now I'm, I'm sitting in my bedroom, like assembling this piece of furniture. And um, I keep looking at the clock like, I've got time. I'm like Mr. Incredible at the beginning of The Incredibles where he's like trying to get ready. He's trying to solve a crime before his wedding day, you know, and he's constantly <laughs> saying, oh, I've got time. You know, that was me. Um, and I barely got it in like under the wire before we had, had to record. So I'm proud to say I'm, I'm a new owner of a new cabinet as of today. It's exciting. Yeah. So that was a little, that was the reason I was in, a little late. This is a new cabinet in your new house. Is this you, correct? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. I also got wow. a, two rakes today and a hose. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't own a house, but at my rental house, I bought myself a rake at some point when we moved in. It's, it's like an exciting thing to own, honestly. Yeah, I got some light bulbs for the outdoor lights because the ones the previous owners had installed were really poor and I didn't like them. Mm. Yeah. Um, I actually want to talk about something before we get... Again, I'm going to divert myself again. Because I've been meaning to do this for the last few episodes and I just uh, I keep forgetting to do it. Uh, but I made a note and I followed through on the note. Um, so a while back, uh, I complained about vanity license plates. Um, okay. And how, in particular, I, I found the... Uh, I found Dallas to be a hot spot for especially bad ones. Mm-hmm. And so a uh, listener, friend of the show, Brandon, texted me a few that he had seen a couple weeks ago. Um, and I just like to just kind of sound them off. And if you have, uh, if you have any interest in, in passing along the ones that you see around town, let me know too. Brandon happens to also live in Garland, uh, which is a suburb of Dallas. So he, he's kind of supporting the idea of, of what we're all about here in D-Town. Uh, one of them was ooey, 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 which is just U-O-U-O-U-O-U. Um, one of them was L-8-4-W-R-K, late for work, which is funny, I guess. Uh, and one of them, was, my personal favorite was uh, Biddy P, which sounds like kind of a, a, like a rap name. So shouts to Biddy P cruising around on the streets of Dallas, wherever you are. In fact, let me just do a quick Google here. I'm going to hop into an incognito tab, and let's see what we get for Biddy P. Dallas on the old Google machine. Who are you nervous about finding that on, the, on your non-incognito? Wow, I can't say that word. In- incognito? Is that the one? Yep, that's it. Yeah. I, who I who just, are you worried about finding that? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what, what who Biddy P. is or what they're about. I, I don't see anything. I see... Uh, yeah, n- nothing interesting. This is this is not a apparently not a very prominent rapper, but I wish him the best or her and the, the best in their career. And then finally, I like to add on that uh, last week, returning home from Christmas, uh, while I once I entered the DFW Metroplex, I saw one that was a uh, BTS stan. Which <laughs> if, if you're not aware, BTS is a K-pop uh, K-pop uh, mm-hmm. musician group, and uh, one of the most popular ones in the world. So the yeah. fact that they were Somebody in the state of Texas was able to lock down BTS Stan. Um, that, that one's probably, honestly, a very hotly contested one. So shout to them. That's impressive. And they were driving an Audi, which I don't really, I wouldn't anticipate a, a K-pop Interesting. fanatic to That's drive. That's not what I expected. I would have picked like a Subaru or a Kia or something. <clears throat> yeah. But no, they were, they were in an Audi, which was kind of a weird pull. But uh, that was my vanity plate update. So um, feel free to send those in if you're interested. Um, maybe hard to tell, but, uh, this is a show about, uh, getting mad and complaining. So Paul and I are just going to take a turn ranting on something that we, uh, were mad about in the last couple weeks. And then we're going to draw a topic from a hat that has, has been submitted by the listeners and rant about that. And then, uh, Paul and I each have also arrived at the show today with something that's made us happy that we're going to, um, talk about as well. So, um, you can find the show on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, and uh, on Twitter at Not All Bad Show and Gmail at Not All Bad Show at gmail.com. If that's where you want to send in your uh, ideas for the random rant we'll do later on, or if you have some vanity plates to pass on or something like that, you can reach us there. Um, so, Paul, I'm pretty sure that uh, last episode was a Christmas special, but the one before that, you, uh, I went first. So, does that mean it's your turn first this time or my turn first? I can go first. Okay. I'm happy I, to do that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. It, it took me a moment to process through, process through what you were saying. 
And you want to know why that is, Zach? That's because I have not gotten enough sleep. Uh, <laughs> and I have been... <laughs> I started a new job this week. There's been a lot going on. I've had to do some training outside of the job hours. And, you know, I've... I, I've long the long the older I get, the more I realize how badly I need sleep. It blows my mind. That I used to I used to be one of those idiots who like almost bragged about how little sleep he had like in high school. Yeah, because um, you're up like, all yeah, late man. grinding, <laughs> grinding all the, grinding well into the night uh, at all the the local dances and yeah, just all night finding underground dance clubs to grind on women. Right. Uh, <laughs> as a 14 year old. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I used to be fine or, or so I thought apparently without sleep and I'm here to tell you, you know, I kind of like sleep. Now I know that liking sleep is not that hot of a take. Everyone loves to talk about how much they love sleep, but, and you know, I'm not, I don't even know why I made that differentiation. Cause what I'm about to say is also not that hot of a take, <laughs> just that being sleep deprived sucks a lot. And yeah. I... I can just feel myself get dumber and dumber the fewer hours of sleep I've gotten. I mean, I I I feel like I have to at least have gotten seven hours. Is is there like like a, a number that you shoot for Zach on a typical night? Yeah, I'd say seven on a typical night. But I'm I'm usually good enough if I don't get seven. I just can't I can't string a lot of short days in a row, but short nights yeah. in a row, but. Yeah, that's a good point. I I I can maybe do one if it's a couple in a row is really where it gets iffy, but. I don't know, man. I just, I sometimes if I've if I've only gotten a few hours of sleep, I really run into people. I really think that they must just look at me and be like, "What is wrong with that man? Like, <laughs> should I get get him some help?" Because I'm just so slow. I I imagine with vacant eyes. Um, I don't know, and and it it feels like all the things I used to be like, "Oh yeah, this will help." Just I, like coffee doesn't help. Coffee just makes me anxious. And still stupid. And like tired, it doesn't make yeah. me. Yeah, ex- I'm still tired. I'm just once I need to go to sleep, I'm not going to be able to. Um, I don't know. I can't put. I can't put sentences together. I. I think my struggle with the word incognito earlier was largely due to a lack of sleep. Do you? Okay. So first of all, I. I came down on Sunday from like a four day New Year's Eve bender. So I was dead ass tired on Sunday and that was the most sleep deprived I've been in a very long time. So that I can, I can understand where you're coming from. Are you an, are you a napper? I don't know if we've discussed this before. Um, I enjoy naps. I I think they're nice. And, and I, but I really think I go back and forth on my opinion of whether they're truly worth it. When I'm truly tired, in theory, I like the idea of, oh, I can just wait till tonight and then I will, um, I'll be able to yeah get, go to bed early and I'll catch up or be on a better sleep schedule or whatever. Rarely does that work for me. Like, I kind <laughs> yeah. of have to get at least a quick nap in. Um, the main issue I think is that when it comes to napping is that I've just gotten so much more sensitive to caffeine as I've gotten older. And so usually if I am tired and need the sleep, I probably had enough caffeine that a nap will be fruitless and pretty miserable. Me yeah. just like, be like, I need sleep, but I can't get it. Right. Um, but I mean, there are certain naps that hit just right. And I do love, I, I love a nap on a weekend. I, I it, it has to be earlier in the day. If that I nap dad on like energy. a work, yeah. <laughs> if I, if I nap on like a work night and it's like, all right, in a few hours, I'm supposed to go back to bed. That's, that's some trouble. Um, but are you a napper, Zach? No, I, in fact, I kind of regret bringing it up because I almost think it would be better served for a negative rant for mine in the future. But I really, in general, 99% of the time can't stand naps. I almost, <laughs> na- I'll maybe nap twice a year in like dire circumstances. I'll, I'll nap. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm pretty anti-nap. Yeah, I, I mean, if you want to save it, feel free to because we can get into this. But, but, but honestly, even just steering back into the, the, the get enough sleep, I just remember at some point – a friend's parent was like talking to me before I went to college and his, one of his biggest pieces of advice is like, just give yourself eight hours of sleep at night. And I just remember, I, I was like, okay, thanks. But I just remember thinking in my head, like, shut up old man. Like I'm doing fine, but I've become <laughs> that old man who like, I don't know. I feel like I, I, even the things that if I stay up late to do stuff the next day, even the things I'm doing that should be fun. Like I just don't enjoy as much. Yeah. Like it takes the joy out of things. I, 
I don't know, man. I don't think that getting eight hours of sleep in college is even achievable. I think that's a little bit of a ridiculous goal anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm always willing to sacrifice sleep at all times. Like, I'm always <laughs> the last, like, um, like at a party, for example. Remember when that was a thing? I would, <laughs> I would always be, like, the last person to crash. You know, if you're at a place where you're going to sleep on the couch that night, I'm, like, always the last one to go to bed. Um. I I'm I I'll like I'll throw anything away, I'll throw sleep away for anything basically. I'm I'm I don't want to I don't like the idea of of missing out on things because I'm asleep, and that that is mm-hmm. to a fault probably. But ultimately, it comes down to kind of my schedule is, um, in the before times, uh, was weekend. I'm like I'm partying all like I'm wasting all my sleep schedule i'm throwing it all in the garbage bin i'll get four hours a night or whatever i'll party till two and then oh i forgot i you know did something i had a, I had to this i'm not i'm not this is one of those things where it's like yeah no i smoke cigarettes like i don't think i'm cool i'm not trying to brag but my schedule was definitely skewed towards the night in the before times yeah. on the weekends and then come weekday i'm like okay i'll you know I'll sleep in really late on Sunday or go to bed really early on Sunday. And then I'll spend mm-hmm. the next five weekdays catching up. And then it's Friday again. So let's stay up late, you know, not the healthiest mm-hmm. perspective, but that was kind of my strategy in the past. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Yeah. I've, I've known lots of people have done that. There have been definitely periods of my life where I've done that somewhat too, but um, I don't know with my new job. I have to wake up much earlier. Um, there will be, it's it's a lot to get into, but I actually will have a mixture of of day and night shifts, and what are you it's, about it's that? a little, and there'll be like twelve hour shifts, um, so it's pretty long, like from five a.m. to five p.m. kind of thing, or yeah, vice versa. That's rough. Um, and, and and lest anyone feel bad for me, I mean, I also get like a full week off every month and stuff too. So it, there's some nice trade offs, but um, it's funny because when I was told that, I kept on being like, oh, like. Like, that's not even a problem. That'll be easy. I won't mind getting up that early. And then and a, a lot of people, including my parents, were like, like, hmm, like that's going to be pretty hard for you. I was like, I was like I'll be fine. Like, <laughs> Come on, Mom. You know me. And then one day this week, literally just one day, I, I, went, I was in the office for like my first day. And then my boss was kind of like, you know what? Let's go ahead and have you start showing up early at like 530 or 6 a.m. tomorrow. And because the first day was a normal hour. And already that I was so miserable and in bad shape. Like the next day I was like, I, I had such a hard time waking up and I was doing so poorly on little sleep. That I was like, I was like, Oh, like I thought that this would just be a breeze. It's, it's gotten a lot, a lot of harder for me. <laughs> it's hard for me to shift around my schedule. Like I used to. Yeah. But hopefully you'll man. get used to it over time. Right. I, I'm sure I will. I just want to complain about it for the show. That's rough. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't handle that situation well, I don't think. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be interesting. Uh, listen, I, I'm going to tell you right now, this is probably the, not the last time you're going to hear me complain about <laughs> lack That's of sleep okay. on this show. That's all right. Uh, you are probably going to hear me complain about Because, I mean, I only got to try that once and then <laughs> when my roommates got COVID. So now I'm back to just working from home and being on a normal schedule. Oh, but, right, right. Um, I assure you. Let there be no doubt. I will complain about this again once I get back into it. This, this conversation made me so goddamn tired. I'm like, I know, just talking. You're dragging to me down. <laughs> I'm really sleepy now. Yeah, this should be an episode that people listen to, like to put themselves to bed. It's just describing how much we prefer to be sleeping than awake. Yeah, this is our ASMR episode. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about uh, because it's topical. I've been sitting on this one for a calendar year. And really? I keep, yeah, I just I missed the window. There's actually a few of those um, that have been like banging around in the old noggin for a few years that I keep forgetting to talk about when they're timely, and then I just gotta wait another year, and then I'll usually forget again. But not this time, because um, I want to talk about how New Year's resolutions are bullshit, <laughs> and I hate them. And I really don't have any like concrete notes on why they're bad. But do you have any New Year? Now that I've just thrown the concept under the bus, do you ha- have you made any this year? It's funny you say that because I, 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 I haven't called them resolutions, but I think this is the first year ever 
in my life that I actually said, I'm going to sit down and make some goals for this year, which is a little bit funny just because that's uh, what you're choosing to shit on a little bit. Although I, I, I guess I'm differentiating myself from that uh, by calling them goals instead of resolutions. I don't know Barely. how it matters. Uh, <laughs> not a lot. I will say not much. I do respect the initiative f- though. Uh, it's, it's my first, and granted, I, I say that we're, uh, what's the date? We're like seven days in. I haven't actually, I haven't made it as official as I would like to I haven't like written them down or anything, but I've, I don't know. In the past, I also have not been like a new year, new me kind of person. I actually kind of resent that mentality. Um, for me, it's more just that I'm, I like to be able to measure progress, but yeah, I just <laughs> like, I, have you ever known someone or you yourself ever witnessed um the complete usage of a tube of chapstick (laughs) do you know what the bottom of a tube of chapstick looks like i think i've seen it once i I was a child that chapstick represents the new year's resolutions (laughs) not only would that maybe be the only resolution I'll accept being I'm going to use an entire tube of chapstick this year without ever losing it. I'll accept that one as a valid resolution, but <laughs> metaphorically they're the same in the sense that only mythically only, uh, only on like the whispers of, of, of the wind. Have you ever heard of anyone fulfilling a new year's resolution? <laughs> like maybe like maybe come like December 10th on Reddit, you'll see like an r slash pics post of somebody saying like in in 2021 I promise to be a better me, and it's like a picture of them fat and then a picture of them shredded or something. You know, like yeah. maybe you'll see one of those like unverifiable blue moon resolutions that have come true. And then other than that, I mean, I know this isn't trading any new ground here, but other than that, I don't think I've any met at anyone who even remembers what they committed themselves to come March. <laughs> and it's like you already either a you're holding off on your self betterment until the new year, which is just an excuse to not have to better yourself, which game recognize game, but at least acknowledge <laughs> what you're doing here or B you're constantly making resolutions all the time throughout the whole year new ones are coming and going but it's only on january 1st that you ever even decide to discuss them or like commit to anything mm-hmm. uh in any serious capacity i just like why can't you just like i don't know try to go to the gym in september or, or something <laughs> right like I, I mean obviously that's not the that's not the concept it's people aren't like people aren't you know looking uh, at the scale in June and being like, well, I guess I better wait for next year to come around and then I can really start trying. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is I think the concept is dumb. If like, why, what makes, who cares? Time, time doesn't exist. Okay. Time isn't real. The calendar isn't real. We can call what it like the fact that we have a different number of days in every month. And that, seven is an odd number and what we've chosen are to divide our weeks into already shows you enough that the new year means nothing. It's based on an inaccurate date for, um, um, you know, the birth of a random man in the middle East. Like, like, like it's so arbitrary. Who gives a shit? I, I just, I don't, I think it's really annoying and a little bit pretentious when people try to like act like their New Year's resolutions have any bearing on what they're going to do or how I think about them. I'm not interested. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, I I will say, and this is kind of to your point, anyone that I've really known who's ever like made meaningful change in their lives, which granted is pretty much no one. (laughs) Right. Uh, Nobody does that. I I don't know that it's like ever within the context of a New Year's resolution. I think I feel like the people who I know – who most uh, aggressively discuss New Year's resolutions and make it known that they are making resolutions are the ones who seem to be the most consistent from year to year to me. Uh, like they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like I don't a self fulfilling prophecy of the act of making a resolution is thereby committing yourself to not change. Mm hmm. Yeah. There are very few changes that you can make i feel like 
I feel like almost every like positive life change you could commit to either can be done in a month or can be done in the next like five years. But you can't do like, you know, January to December, I'm going to accomplish this. That's kind of like a, a for some reason, that yeah. seems like a tough time frame to sell. That is a good point. Yeah. I mean, you're right that it, it's we, we I mean, this really gets almost more maybe philosophical than you're hoping, but that's probably what it is. Just like our obsession with the the idea that like if something lasts for a year, that's what makes it significant or mm-hmm. not significant. Um, it's just a funny thing. Like when I mean, I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's good to have milestones, I guess. Like when people quit bad things like drugs, usually they say like like it's it's a helpful milestone to say like all right, I made it to a year or like yeah, but. I don't know. For for a lot of things, the year seems pretty arbitrary to me. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe it, maybe you could just divide it up and be like, here are the 12 things I'm going to accomplish. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to um, stop smoking. I'm going to be nicer to people. And then it's like you get to you get to check one off at the end of every month. And maybe hmm. you're going to like you you only need a day to be nicer to people, right? Like that's something that you don't have to take time to do. You can just wake up one day and be like, okay, I'm going to be nicer to people. And then it probably gets easier and easier from that day out to just get, be nicer to people. So that's something that you can like, that's your January resolution. You can knock that out. And then maybe at the same time um, in, in January, like I'm going to stop smoking. So you're working on both at the same time, which by the way, is probably like kicking a nicotine addiction and being nicer. People probably kind of like don't go hand in hand. It's probably a little bit of a difficult putt, but you maybe like want to give yourself two months to quit smoking. So by the end of February, you want to stop smoking. And then it's like, well, I don't have to, I don't have to lose 15 pounds until November. So I'm really not going to hit the gym in any sincere capacity until, I don't know, June. Then maybe I'll start really working on it, but I don't have to worry. I got, I got three other things. I got six other things I got to accomplish between now and then first. So let me, let me organize it that way. I kind of like that a little bit better, actually. But then who can think of I, – I can't – I can barely think of one way to improve myself, much less 12. I'm already so close to perfection. You're, I would say you're so – I can't think of one thing I'd change about you. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> Probably yeah, fewer I, jokes about killing kids in school zones is maybe what some people <laughs> would recommend. Um, I don't know. Maybe we gain some fans from that. It's hard to tell. Um <laughs> Um, if you had to make a resolution, if you were forced to, would you make one this year? Or like, what would you make it? If you want to think on it, I can save one if you want. Yeah. You, I'm going to, I'm going to have to, you're going to have to buy me some time, I think. Okay. I mean, for me and listen, I'm aware that this is almost arguably one of the most stereotypical ones, but I'm going to, I'm going to put it within a context. that's a little less stereotypical. I'm going to try to cook more and cook healthier things, uh-huh. but like, um, just because I eat out way too much, I just uh, love far too much picking up food from places. Yeah. And that's, um, I mean, I don't even necessarily just mean this from like a fitness or weight thing. I just think that's like not healthy for me to be right. always eating fast food. Right. Uh, and so one of mine is I, I like cooking, so it's going to be to cook the vast majority of my meals, but. Okay. I like that one. I mean, honestly, I say. There's a lot of stuff. I, Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I say that as I uh, I ordered a pizza tonight, and I'm <laughs> but um, we'll we'll get there soon. It's okay. I told myself I was gonna eat healthy for lunch and for dinner, and then instead I got Jersey Mike subs for lunch and Kane's chicken fingers for dinner. So both solid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think so. I mean, in sincerity, there was a lot of stuff that I just came up with that I wanted to improve about myself last year, which I feel like I made improvements on in the last year. Um, but I didn't like, I didn't recognize it at the time. I just, I didn't yeah. like, if think about it in any formal capacity, that's why I think resolutions are dumb. Cause you don't like, you could just do it or try to do it. You don't have to like announce, mm. like I'm, I declare that this is one way in which I'm going to change and watch me yeah. begin now. Like just, I don't know. Well, I was actually about to say, the thing that I'm describing as a resolution is actually something I've been thinking about for a long time. 
and it, it's not connected to the year necessarily. I just if I had to make one for I don't know. It's weird that they're New Year's resolutions. Yeah, if I if I had to make one, I would be I would work on being a nicer person at work. Hmm. I think I'm a friendly person outside of work and outside the scope of this persona I play on the podcast, where I advocate for the murder of children. <laughs> but uh, at work, I can get a little bit uh, short fused. Um, which may may come as a surprise, listeners of the show, that I have a short fuse sometimes, but I, I think I could work on being a little more patient <laughs> in the office. That's um, good. Good little thought exercise, a little thought experiment on how to improve myself. Hit, hitting hard today. Good. Um, all right, let's do – how do you feel about a random rant? I would love to do one. Okay, I'm going to – plug something into the spreadsheet here all right <laughs> so so i got 12 and this one comes to us from steven who uh emailed us thanks steven for your submission um <clears throat> his uh suggestion is car registration you literally pay the government to just say yes i still own this car so i actually just did this because i was supposed to register my car in october and i forgot about it until now um nice and I would say, uh, to the government's credit, it's not, a, it's not an expensive fee to register the car. It's the inspection that costs a lot. Yeah. And have you ever witnessed a car inspection? I've or never you... watched it, no. <laughs> so I only see, I've only seen it once. And I'm not going to say the locale in which I got my car inspected or the, the service center. I will say that I had frequented this place a lot. And I found their service to be very good and their prices to be very reasonable. But there was one instance where I went to this establishment and I gave them my car for the inspection and they just did it right there in front of me. And like it gave me no consolation that any car on the road today in Texas is safe. They, uh, I believe they inspected my lights, my headlights uh, I don't know what the checklist is. I don't know what the criteria is. I'm not saying they did the right thing or did the wrong thing. What I am saying is that um, it it lasted all of about five minutes. And they looked at the headlights. They um, inspect. They like walked around the car in a circle once, I guess, just to like check if anything looked weird. The only other thing I remember them doing is backing out of the parking spot and driving pretty fast in the parking lot and then slamming on the brakes, to, I guess, to test if the brakes function. And they did. Interesting. And then they're like, all right, that's, you know, however much money. <laughs> that is actually a funny thing that I sometimes forget about in general with car, like, repair, is that, like, sometimes they take your car for a spin. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I... Um, uh, the other day, I got my oil changed on my car. <clears throat> and for whatever reason, uh, maybe they asked me the mileage when I brought it in or something. I like, took a mental note of the mileage. And when I got my car back, it was it had been driven for five miles. <laughs> and I was just really curious. I was, like, really curious, like, for one, like, when did you find the time to, like, take a little cruise in this this guy? But also, like, five miles is, like, just enough that that's, like... That's not just a, like, oh, let me just, like, rev the engine. I, I don't know. like it, it, That's I guess a little bit more spin. than around the block to see. And also yeah. an oil change. Like, <laughs> that. that's not really anything that they would need to check for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fully get it. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was bizarre. But I... I also have to get my car inspected at some point soon. I probably should have just done it whenever I got the oil change, but it didn't cross my mind. Uh, and so that's coming up for me in the next month or two. Um, I just, it is frustrating that you have to go do that every year. I just, honestly, any car work frustrates me because I'm like, I really have to like, like, it's, you're probably doing it on like your one day off. Yeah. We, and it's right. just such a frustrating process. Like no one's like thrilled to be like, I'm going to like sit here while you work my car or like, no one, no one is excited to pick up their friend from like the car repair shop, like while their <laughs> car's there. Um, Cause like by nature, you can't be like, Oh cool. I'm dropping this off. Let me just go run to wherever. Like no, actually you're either going to sit there or someone's going to like pick you up. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. Um, um, it is, it is weird that you just have to 
tell the government that you have a car, though. I don't know. It's weird. Let me give you a rundown of the what they inspect for, according to the Texas Department of Public Safety website, dps.texas.gov slash rsd slash vi slash inspection slash inspection criteria dot aspx if you want to check it out yourself. Um, <laughs> inspect every passenger car for uh, listed in order, uh, listed in suggested order of inspection. So first you're going to start with a horn. And he's going to give that bad boy a quick honk. Make sure the horn works. Two windshield wipers. Three mirror. Just, I guess, one. I mean, most cars have multiple, but it just says mirror singular. So I know there's. I know that uh, if I understand it correctly, you don't have to have two side mirrors and a rear view mirror. I think you only have to have a rear view mirror. Like the... That's interesting to me... Is, I'm guessing that's not true because if there's some certain bigger vehicles that don't have them, like maybe I got it backwards because I know like <clears throat> you may have to have a driver's side side mirror, but not a passenger side. I know that uh, some like old '60s like sports cars and stuff they don't have two side mirrors; they only have one. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. So check mirror, check steering. <laughs> check. By the way, it doesn't tell you how to do how to check for any of these. It just says to check them. <laughs> so, like, do car steer. I guess check the box if car do steer. I, I, that's all they got. Check steering, seat belts, brakes. Uh, you got to check the brake system and the parking brake. If the car is uh, older than 1959, you got to check the parking brake. I don't know what happened in 59. Was that the Texas Highway or the, like, Motors, Motor Vehicle Safety Act or Highway Safety Act or whatever that? I don't know. Uh, ch- Interesting. <laughs> check for tires. I guess make sure the wheels have goddamn tires on them. I, the, maybe check the tread. I don't know. Check tires. Check wheel assembly. Check exhaust system. Check exhaust emission system if your car is uh, older than 1967. Beam indicator if your car is older than 1947. Imagine seeing your like you're reading the newspaper about um, I don't know the spread of communism to Korea or something. In 1949, 48, and you see a new flashy full-page advertisement for the new Buick, and it says with now with beam indicators. What do you think that means? What do you think like a 1948 beam indicator is? Because you have to check for that if it's if it's on a car older than 1948. Um, you got to check for taillights and stoplights, um, license plate lamps. Uh, rear reflector lights, whatever that is, different than a stoplight or a taillight. I don't know. Headlights. Uh, you gotta check for the serial almost, numbers. So the 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 what do you call it? The license plate lamp. So like, at some point, some cop got mad at me. This was years ago with an older car I had. That like apparently there the there's a light that's always supposed to be on, displaying your like illuminating your license plate. Yeah. And I like don't believe that most inspection places actually check for that because almost I feel like almost every car I see on the road doesn't have that because I feel like people probably like have that when it's manufactured and then just never replace it again. Yeah, I, uh, I, and I have no way to know. I don't know if you even count. the only other two. I, it was a long-winded segment about nothing interesting. You got to check the gas caps and the window tint. Those are the nineteen and twenty. Um, there's no if you live alone. There is no way ever to know that you have a taillight out. Yeah. And uh, you some, you just have to rely on like a friend to tell you. So mm-hmm. I've encountered a situation where I got pulled over for having a taillight out. And I had no way. There's no way for me to know that because no one is, else is getting into my car for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any way to... So now, <clears throat> sometimes I'll back into a parking spot at like an office building, and I'll look in the rearview mirror <laughs> to see if my lights are working, if it's like a mirrored window or something, you know? Or the reflection yeah. of another car behind me. Other than that, mm-hmm. you, there's no way to tell, really. Yeah. You kind of have to be like pretty proactive about <clears> that, because you wouldn't... There's really no way other than a friend or, like you said, a reflection to figure that out. And then I encountered a situation where... Um, I had installed, I fixed the light myself because, by the way, if anyone out there, if, if you get a headlight out or a light out in your car, depends on the model of the car. Sometimes some of them can be a pain in the ass. Like my headlight is a little bit of a pain in the ass on my Tahoe. But for the most part, you should always fix that yourself. 
it costs like thirteen dollars, and you can do it in five minutes. Otherwise, you're gonna I pay will, fifty dollars. I will it. say, I actually think you're underselling both of those numbers because with at least my truck that I had in college, I had some headlights go out, and I think the light bulbs in my experience cost like three dollars. Yeah, and the the maintenance was literally gonna be like the least they would charge you for an hour of labor, and an hour of labor was like seventy dollars. So yeah. like. It's a, it's a lot of money, like more than you think. It was pretty easy. Yeah, it's super easy to do yourself. My headlight's weird, but my taillight, like instantly you can do it. But I replaced it, and I had no way to check that it was actually functioning. So I just sat in my parking lot in my apartment complex until somebody walked by. And I was like, hey, hey, hey stop, 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 stop. Wait, wait. I'm not a creep. I promise I'm not a creep. I'm not a pervert. I just want you to stand behind my car and tell me if my brake light works if I press the brakes. Like there's nothing else you can do about it. So yeah, that's an awkward situation. I feel like we got a little bit off the rails there, but I hope that was close enough for you, Stephen. I hope that, that <laughs> satiated your desire for a discussion. Uh, thanks for you. You sent a lot in, if I remember correct. So thank you for uh, for passing that our way, and and uh, and we'll get to more of yours as time goes on. Yeah, thank you, Stephen. That was we fun. we ended up discussing a lot more about the inspection part of the registration rather than the <laughs> registration itself. But I don't have too much to say about the registration. I don't me have as, as big of a problem with it as Steven did. Inspection's what really me. gets me. Even if I did, I wouldn't tell Steven what I thought. <laughs> He's got to keep it very close <laughs> to the chest. We, we share a lot here. We're very open, but some things we just, it's a bridge too far to ask about. So you, mind your own business. <laughs> well, yeah, one time, one time I grinded, but you won't know what I think about the government by like, keeping track of my vehicle. Right. That's where I draw the line. Uh, do you want to do some positive rants? Yeah, let's do it. Um, well, I'll just get mine out of the way because it's not very good. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I actually thought of a very, uh, a very meaningful, very nice, polite one today. But I'm going to save it. I don't think this is the episode for that. Okay. Um, instead, this is the episode where I talk about Taco Bell, <laughs> which uh, I think you may have probably known it was coming because I explicitly told you it was probably what I was going to talk about yesterday. Um. I I just wanted to come here and say that I know in the past um, a couple things to lead off. First of all, um, previously um, I've discussed why oatmeal raisin cookies are an underserved cookie in our community, and um, they deserve a lot more recognition and respect. And I'm going to go for oatmeal raisin um, a lot more than I will a chocolate chip on first on first pick if given the option of a variety pack, and I stand by that. And I'm a fully committed member of the Oatmeal Raisin Recognition Committee. Um, oh, wow. And that, that topic has come up recently a couple times. Um, and that got me also thinking about a parallel to that being Taco Bell. And Taco Bell has a tremendously overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly negative reputation in the fast food world, which I feel is also undeserved. And I'd like to just take a second here and defend them for a moment. Um, I never, I didn't have Taco Bell until I was, uh, I believe, a senior in college, which I feel like is a little bit missing the mark, a little bit late to the game on that one. Wait, really? That's yeah, like a couple years, a few years ago. That's or not- no, I, I wow. believe I was a junior, actually. Wow, still, that's insane. So, yeah, it was a, it was a big awakening for me, and. Another thing is, previously, I've come here and I've talked a tremendous amount. Uh, negatively about fast food and and the restaurants that serve it. And I'd like to just kind of set the record straight and balance it out a little bit and say that I'm here to – I will defend fast food for once, and in particular Taco Bell. Um, I think that if you are one of those people who uh, was very supportive of the idea and the relentless jokes that um, it, it Taco Bell results in um, – ferocious and untamable bowel movements. If you're in that camp, I'd say that you have a digestive problem that extends beyond what Taco Bell can remedy or uh, make worse. Yeah, I... Go ahead. In fact, I I would say that, like, I don't, in my experience at least... This this is even coming from someone who things aren't always going well for me. In that <laughs> oh uh, yeah, make no mistake, I got my own issues. <laughs> but I would say Taco Bell for me is not any worse than other fast food. I've actually never really understood that that like comparison. Right, I think it's a uh, bit of an unfair. It's an easy target. Yeah. 
I think. Yeah. Um, I'd wager that Taco Bell, if you were to eat a quarter pound of, of Taco Bell and a quarter pound of, let's say, McDonald's, a menu item of your choice. I'm not explicitly referring to the quarter pounder menu item they offer. I'm I'm just speaking in general terms here of <laughs> you. You're, the quantity you consume is a total weight of a quarter of a pound, either at one of these places. I think the food at Taco Bell is going to treat your tummy a little kinder than than most other fast food establishments. And I think the reason that Taco Bell partly gets this reputation is, um, first of all, negative bias, uh, prejudice, undeserved. But beyond that, Taco Bell, because of their a la carte system, allows you to um, perhaps unknowingly order an enormous quantity of food. Yeah. And so you end up eating more at Taco Bell, but not necessarily a worse quality, a worse quality food. And at that point, it's your own mm-hmm. fault. It's not the Bell's fault. That, that was on you. <laughs> um, so I think that's kind of a, a misnomer there, um, and I, th- I don't think they deserve that. Uh, one final point i just like to say, I mean, first, first of all, I've had Taco Bell twice this week alone, so um, <laughs> I'm a bit of a fanboy. Um, and before I conclude, uh, I'd like to say one severely negative thing is that Taco Bell, to the executives listening, your constant shifting and, and lately reduction of the menu items offered <sighs> is inexcusable. Yeah. Bring back hashtag bring back the quesarito. Um, I miss it. I, I, I dearly miss it. The other day I tried to order one. They said, th- I thought this was bizarre. They said, oh, you can order that if you order head it in the app. And that was wild to me. Um, I've been told that multiple times because I find it so goddamn bonkers that I refuse to accept it. And I will go, I go to other locations and ask for it just to make sure I'm not being screwed with, that they're not toying <laughs> with me. But no, every place I've gone and every time I've requested it, I have been told that, which is more insulting than just removing it. Just take it off the, just t- take it off your menu or or keep it on. But if you you're already you can already make it. Yeah, you clearly that, that is can already so make bizarre. It. It's a spit yeah. in the face, frankly. I don't want to get yeah. too. Ne- that's a whole thing that I could make into a legitimate negative rant. It's unacceptable. But um, for now, we're focusing on the good. Um, I've been told to conclude. That Taco Bell, and I refuse to do any sort of due diligence to confirm this or deny it. I, I will not be fact-checking, and I won't read any responses to this statement that are going to be fact-checking because I don't care. I'm going to accept it as the gospel truth regardless of whether or not it is. I've been told that Taco Bell, blow for blow, is healthier than your average fast food restaurant. Um, Interesting. I don't know. Again, I don't. I find that extremely hard to believe, and yet I choose to believe it, and I won't believe any any uh, objective evidence to the contrary. Interesting. But uh, that I use that to justify my uh, repeated consumption of it at times. You know, much like I have just always assumed that monkeys peel bananas from the bottom, <laughs> I will now also be repeating that to people. Right. Um, I welcome it. I have a few things. I have a few things to say about Taco Bell. One is, I do somewhat disagree when a lot of people tell me that, oh, Taco Bell is, you can get, like, it's so much cheaper food than other fast food. I disagree with that, but maybe that's just my own problem. And I'm not even complaining, because I think the price is still reasonable. But um, if you want to get any of the exciting things on their menu, then you're going to pay about what you pay other fast food, which is fine. Right. No, that's very they are true. Very exci- they're very exciting. But <laughs> it's a very engaging like, restaurant. I, 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 we won't say anything otherwise. Yeah. But in fact, that's actually the, what the one other point I was going to say is my favorite thing about Taco Bell is that while other restaurants are like, hey, look, we just released this new salad. It's very healthy. You should try eating here. It's healthy. Like things like that. I feel like Taco Bell is like, Hey, we heard y'all like cheese, so we put more of that shit all on everything. <laughs> so they're like, they're like that burrito you like. We just dipped it in a vat of cheese and put another like fried tortilla around it, and then we fried and that. The thing is, yeah, exactly. It's like the more. What I appreciate about Taco Bell is that they have this already very fun menu, and then they're like, mm, what? How much? How, how can we add more cheese? And more, and fry it a bit more. And I love it every time. Recently, they had a grilled cheese burrito, and it has it's like there's cheese on the outside of it, yeah. which doesn't even make sense. If you like try to pick it up, it's covered in cheese, but it's pretty good. 
I tried it <laughs> because I'm I am a slut for trying new things. I'm a slut for novelty. Yeah. Uh, so I had to try it out. But I I don't know. I Taco Bell holds a special place in my heart, and I similarly resents this the fact that I feel like you know at my old job when I would get back from lunch frequently. My boss would be like, oh, where'd you go for lunch? And if I ever said Taco Bell, he'd be, he would, like, give me a certain look. Not, like, necessarily, like, a bad look. But just, he was like, oh, like, like oh, you're, I bet you're going to be feeling that. Or, like, like very healthy choice, Paul, like, sarcastically. A little bit judgmental. But, yeah, but I just, I never thought that, like, I don't see why that's different from me being like, oh, I went to McDonald's or Sonic or anything. Yeah, else. right. Exactly. It's an unfair uh, comparison, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um... If that does it for you, I guess I'll move on to my yeah, uh, my positive rant, which I briefly touched on this when I was when I was making uh, last time a couple episodes ago. Back when the last time we had positive rants, I talked about this briefly. Within, I I decided to do kind of some rapid fire of of several different positive things, but I'm going to expand upon it, which is, um grocery delivery services oh yeah uh i've actually continued i i had a a uh a trial that i got back when i had covid and i continued to use it and it's actually pretty great um i mean but the thing is i've i've just realized that i am lazy as shit and the idea that i can just sit back and be on my phone and be like on for me it's usually on target although you can get for other places i'll be i'll be on the target app and be like I want an apple and I want a dumbbell and I want some new sheets and I want some <laughs> milk. And you're just like tap, tap, tapping away. And like the same thing, that same desire on Amazon where you can like um, get stuff delivered within a day is at your door in like two hours. And I'm addicted to getting things sent to me. It's like so <laughs> tempting. Just like every day be like, well, I could use this. And then like you have to, at least on this, you have to spend, even with a membership, you have to spend like at least $35. I'm like, well, what else can I get delivered? I'm just always adding stuff that's to it. That's how they get you. And, and you know, that's the thing, though, is like, I mean, yes, that's a, I'm definitely probably spending a little bit more money than I need to, but it's really not that expensive. It's a pretty cheap way to feel like you're very rich, though. I don't know how. <laughs> the, I, I don't know how this delivery isn't more expensive, like, frankly, because they're having to pay someone to go there and spend the the time and money and wear on their car to like get to me. Right. Frankly, I'm assuming these people are underpaid because it's not that expensive. Oh, they the certainly like, are. I, no it, doubt. It feels like it should be more expensive. And I tip them as I think you're kind of expected to. Yeah. But even with that being said, it's not that expensive. And this is a, you know, we live in a great age where you can get very nice services that make you feel rich as hell, but aren't that expensive. Just the fact, the idea that you could be like, I'll pay you a few bucks and you're going to go to the store and shop for me. Actually. <laughs> like that's insane. And you feel so important because they'll like text you updates as they're going. And you're like, yeah, like this is for me. Uh, I don't or, know. It's, which it's which very brand exciting. of toilet paper do you prefer kind of thing or what? What are they texting you? Yeah, are you having it's a usually good day? Like if, <laughs> Sometimes they actually like start having conversations with you, and you're like, "Are are you flirting with me?" Have you tried um, the for her pleasure condoms? Or are you just going to be a selfish <laughs> asshole this weekend? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the other fun thing. I mean, if you have some weird things you're trying to buy, just make someone else buy it for you. They can experience that shame for you. Uh, <laughs> I like that's a good strategy, actually. <laughs> uh, maybe you should tip more if that's the case. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but. Um, I, I don't know. It's just exciting. And uh, the, oh, to answer your question, usually if they're texting you, it's like, oh, uh, this specific thing you request isn't there. Can I? Are you okay with me doing this like replacement yeah. or substitute? That kind of thing. Um, I don't know. It's it's pretty cool, man. I'm I'm enjoying it. I, I got to give that a try sometime. I've talked about before yeah. that I kind of like going to the grocery store, but the last time I went, it was really crowded and it was very stressful. So yeah, and, and I will say, kind of to your. My one last point, actually, that I forgot about uh, is that the you know how when you go to like check out at the grocery store, you kind of wonder if the person checking you out is like um, is judging you for what you've bought. Like, like as they're like, like scanning these different things, if they're wondering, like, huh, what brought him here to buy just these things? I in those cases, you're kind of unfounded because they're probably only interacting with you for like five yeah, minutes. I'll tops. say this, Paul. I've only been in a situation where I thought that. 
when I was very much doing something suspicious. Like when when <laughs> when I, I when I felt that they were judging me, it was because I deserved to be judged. If that makes sense, it does. But I I, I don't know and. I even feel that, though, if I'm like, yeah, I got all of the chips and all of the alcohol and all of the frozen pizzas. Thank you. I'm having a rough weekend. <laughs> right, um, right, right. But, but, but like, uh, across the spectrum, though, just it's or like at some point when I was sick, I got a lot of medicine. It's just I, I like knowing that the shopper is probably like, hmm, there's a lot of like, how sick is this man? Like, he's got <laughs> anti-diarrhea pills. Like, is he OK? <laughs> I don't know. It's like it becomes much more like. Whereas the person at the checkout probably doesn't give a shit and, like, isn't paying attention. I feel like the person who's shopping for you probably, like, because they're having to, like, consciously search and grab each thing you're doing, they definitely are judging you for the things you buy. And that's kind of another little fun aspect of it. Do you think that, like, (laughs) do you think that it kind of enhances that experience if because they know where you live? (laughs) <laughs> like because they have to physically leave it at your doorstep if, they, if well i'm trying to think of a combination of things that you could purchase that that, that would they would kind of go up to your door drop the groceries off and then like maybe like put their ear up to the door to hear what's going on in there or something you know <laughs> or like really give a good hard look at your house to like figure out what what the hell's happening or something like that <laughs> It's kind of fun to imagine what things would impact. Like, for example, if you just had like, if you bought like a hundred cans of wasp spray, <laughs> right? Yes, terrified exactly. To walk up to your door, you know Very what I mean? Very good example. It's yeah. It's just like it's fun knowing that they know they weirdly know a lot about you, including where you live, but you will never actually really talk to this person. Like that's just so interesting. I don't know. Somewhere down the line, I haven't figured out which one I want to, which which stance I'd like to support on the show. But either grocery delivery services are a front to allow burglars to case your home, is conspiracy <laughs> theory A, or conspiracy theory B is that grocery stores invented the coronavirus to <laughs> convince you to order delivery when you were sick and then they reel you in because the service is so good to actually have you pay for it when the trial ends i i would believe that one of those i would have never done this before yeah and now i'm like it's just so tempting that like if i if i'm at home and really don't feel like leaving and i'm like like, ugh, like, I just really want this, like, today. Like, like I don't know. Like, oh, I have this new picture I want to put on the wall. I just need a picture frame. And I almost hate to say, like, even with Amazon, it's like, ugh, I don't want to wait, like, a full day. I want to put it up now. And it's like, <laughs> I feel like all these places are just competing to be even earlier. Because Target has enough of an inventory that most things you want to buy probably are sold there. Yeah. Um, And so, I don't know, man. It's, I, I'm just, it's I feel like we're close slope, to the day. Like. I, I don't even understand how it could get any faster. It's kind of getting <laughs> insane. You sound like my <laughs> ex-wife. <laughs> Those jokes, I, I literally never get tired of making them. They're absolutely my favorite. You're impressively good at them, Zach. <laughs> that does not sound like my ex-wife. <laughs> oh, um, let's, let's wrap this shit up and go to bed. <laughs> what, what do you say about that? I'm exhausted. I would love to. Hey, okay. So really though, I mean, normally we do this kind of thing when the show's concluded, but like, screw it. Let's just do it right now. I feel like the, the video chat was awesome. I feel I really liked it. I loved it. it. Yeah. I, I mean, again, bummer for the, the listeners that they can't see us. Cause I'm sure that they would enjoy it. Maybe, maybe they wouldn't, uh, maybe we don't, we, we aren't actually putting on a, a great product by doing that. But, um, I I've really enjoyed this. It's been it's it's been fine. It's been fun that I know that you no longer can fake laugh at my jokes. If you don't visually, physically laugh at me, then I know that you're lying. You know, right, right. <laughs> I, I, that's why I have the mic in front of my face. So you you like I'll just make like a laughter noise, but you can't you can't see me smile. I'm just like <laughs> behind here without smiling. <laughs> You can let me know, uh, or Paul know, via uh, our Twitter at Not All Bad Show or our email, notallbadshow at gmail.com, which is also where you can submit uh, vanity license plates that you've seen out, the, out and about or random rant ideas. Again, that's notallbadshow at gmail.com. Uh, the more of those we get, the better. We now are sitting at, um, I believe, 17, if you count the ones nice. that we've 
uh, we, we already used a bunch on this list. So I think 17 is where the math works out. It's actually a lot. Um, and we need more and more because, again, um, the more we have, the more kind of creative and fun things we can do with them. And we don't – we can – not limit ourselves to one per episode. We can maybe do multiple per episode or find a special occasion to use multiple at once, like our drunk episode, episode yeah. 23 or something like that. So um, the more the merrier. Don't stop sending them in just because we have a lot. Yeah. In, in fact, to be clear, don't be afraid that like, oh, they're 17. They don't even record that often. Like it'll be for like almost a year. Like if you're put the back to be clear, if we, the more we get, the more creative we can get with how we use them. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm just repeating you with different words, but, right. uh, <laughs> but, but, but don't, don't have that worry because it, if we're confident that we're going to keep getting them, then we'll use them more, more frequently. So and it is we'll, random. We'll so you, if you add your, and yours is the, you know, 21st in the list to be added, it could still come up on the next episode. It's, it's all yeah, random. Exactly. So. Exactly. Um, yeah, but that that's uh that that's gonna wrap it for uh, episode fifty seven. I think is the correct number. I believe uh, you. I, I don't know. I don't know if I've said that at the beginning of the show, but if I did and it's not consistent, then whatever. I don't care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so this has been episode fifty seven of Not All Bad. I'm Zach Andrews. This is Paul Messman. Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening. <laughs>